Hey, it's Bill from Pennsylvania Rock Show. You're tuned in to episode number 25, Three Questions and a Song. Uh, with me tonight is Dwayne from Big Ugly in Akron, Ohio, uh, joining us um, as another metal band here on the show. What's up, Dwayne? What's happening, man? Not too much. So as I told you off the air, this is kind of a fire away kind of questioning. Um, right. So we're going to go right into the first question. Um, okay. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne has been doing a lot of collaborating recently, including some artists that you wouldn't expect. Um, just today I heard him um, with his song, I believe it's... Um, Ordinary Man. That's it, Ordinary Man. Um, which non-metal artist would Big Ugly want to collaborate with? Well, I can only speak for myself, and I have to reach out to a fellow drummer and a brilliant songwriter, which would be Phil Collins. Uh, the other guys in the band, I don't know who they would pick. They would probably pick somebody different, but for me, it'd be Phil Collins from Genesis. Do, do from a little, Genesis. Do a little roller skating back in the day with them. yes, <laughs> and Def Leppard and and UB40 with wet, red red wine. That was my brother making that request. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Uh, he's a little younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was always pour some sugar on me. Yeah, that. Uh... You know, I, I, I was never a big Def Leppard fan, but I also didn't mind watching the girls dance that song. So, Well, there you go. <laughs> I've, I've seen them live once, and um, okay. I even had you – know, I, I liked them enough that I forgave Joe for calling us Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad move. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not a good move there. Um, all right. So, question number two for you: okay. um, If there was an apocalyptic event and most of the human race was wiped out, um, and there's a handful of people left to repopulate the Earth, which big ugly song should they listen to while they're trying to complete that mission? <laughs> it's still making me giggle. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, you know, most of our songs don't uh, even discuss sex in any way. Uh, so I would have to say it would be Dead Hooker with a zombie vibe. And again, I need you to tell me about the song. Well, that, that song's <laughs> off our first record, which was released back in 2017. And uh, it it starts out, it started out as a song about a girl going through heroin addiction. It kind of took a... Uh, almost comic book turn in the, in the, in the writing where there was, you know, this new character came in. It was this, uh, like alcoholic nun that just beat the hell out of this lady. And now she's got to turn tricks to satisfy her addiction. And, you know, even though it, it's a very tongue in cheek type of song, it's still a, a kind of a very sad song in the same way. Moving on as, as I said, we're just going to keep going with it. <laughs> All right. Um, so what we're going to do next is listen to your song, Four Walls and an Empty Bed. And we're going to do the VH1 Storyteller's version of this. What can you tell me about that song? Well, that song uh, is actually about 20 years old. Um, it's a, The lyrics uh, haven't changed much 20 years ago from when I wrote it. Maybe a, a word here or there just to kind of fit the uh, riff a little bit better. But... Uh, I wrote that song when I was going through, I had just come out of being homeless and uh, just coming out onto uh, really getting uh, myself uh, some help. Uh, Cause I was, I was a, 
addicted to speed. Uh, I was living underneath a bridge, uh, severely depressed, just, you know, felt like I had zero hope whatsoever. And that's actually uh, a line in the song. It says, you tell me I have no hope that I'll be hanging from the end of a rope. Um, that's kind of my view of what society was saying to me at that time, you know? Uh, and I remember I wrote it, I was staying at a, a, uh, motel and I'm looking out this like big picture window overlooking this, um, this parking lot in the ghetto of Akron and literally looking, you know, I looked to my left and there's, you know, somebody, there's a prostitute, get, you know, getting ready to turn a trick. I look to my right. There's a guy selling drugs. You know, I look straight ahead. There's these, you know, babies just playing outside, just wearing nothing but a diaper. And they're just filthy. And just the grit of the city and the, just everything like that just kind of motivated me uh, to write those lyrics and also use that song as kind of a motivation to remind myself how terrible that time was in my life and how to not go back to that life. And that's that's what we're trying to convey with that song. So, so what was your turning point? What, what got you to, to, um, clean up and, and, and head in a better direction? Uh, I had had enough. I had just had enough, you know, I, I walking around the streets, not even wearing my own socks, you know, um, just, realizing that if I continue with this life and, and this lifestyle that I'm going to be dead. I'm way past three questions at this point. Is there something that like it, if someone is in a similar situation, what kind of advice would you give them to, to turn it around? You know, there's that old saying that you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. You know, um, they can go to every rehab place. They could, you know, they could go and, visit whatever, you know, whatever religion they have, whatever, you know, and, and try to find all the help they want. But at the end of the day, they themselves got to know that unless you're at very rock bottom, you know, until you're ready to actually do it, it all that other stuff isn't going to help you. It might help you for a day or a month or, you know, a year, but you, you, you know, it's probably, you're probably going to relapse until you're absolutely ready to just say I've had enough and that's kind of what I mean I'm just speaking from my personal experience for other people it might be something different my personal experience that's what it was you know I I had to realize that I could not live like this no more I had no friends no food like I said I was, sleep, was sleeping underneath a bridge until you know I, I, I lucked out and found a job um, so my advice to them would be just don't even start. Let's uh let's take a moment and listen to Four Walls and an Empty Bed and we'll be right back with Dwayne.
that was big ugly and four walls and an empty bed. Um, so Dwayne, where, where can people get a, um, get a hold of your music or find you online? Uh, we are available on Spotify, on iTunes, Google play, uh, iHeartRadio, Deezer. You could get our CD through, uh, any show that we're at, or you can get it through our label, Misanthropic Records. Uh, there you have their Facebook page. Just look them up. I think that's all that we have right now. So we're nearing the end of the show. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and let Matt Weston, who is the last episode's guest, ask you the third question. The question that I would like to ask Big Ugly is, what is your why for your music? And what motivates you to create music um, on the deepest level? What is your why? The why, um, pretty simply, is that it's it's just something within me. Like it, it doesn't stop. It's it, you know it, it doesn't shut off. Other people have hobbies. They might play video games or they might watch sports or whatever. You know, music has been the only thing in my life that, you know, has been the, the, the constant factor. Um, and what I want to do with that is reach people and affect them in a positive way. Even if the song might seem negative on the outside, but sometimes when you can realize that somebody else is hurting like you or has been where you're at, or you can relate to the feelings that are going on, it makes you feel better. And at the end of the day, I think that if I can affect somebody in a positive way with my music or with the band's music or however they get a hold of it, then that is the ultimate reason why I do this. Okay. Right. And last thing I need from you is a question for Salina Solomon. Wow. Uh, what is your favorite time signature to play in? So now what has to happen, Dwayne, is you have to listen to the next episode to hear her answer to your question. See how that Not works? A <laughs> yeah, I can do that. All right. So this has been episode number 25 of Three Questions in a Song. Make sure you check us out on the 1st and 15th of each month at podcastyourscene.com. And don't forget to check out our other podcast at parockshow.com. 